Here we are again at uh, next episode of uh, Friday's Round with Dr. Ron and Kez. Yes. How, how you doing, Kez? It's good. Good to be here. Good to see you. Yes, you too. You too. Sometimes. Yes. We're in the middle of the work week. We're recording this a few days after our round. And Life got in the way. Yes. Life got in the way. Yep. Yep. Kids, the weekend. We. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm here f- right at the time we're supposed to start yes. at your office and you come 10 to 15 minutes late after that. Oh, coming out hot. Unbelievable. Like my golf game. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of. Uh-huh. All right, let's you know we can talk about our, our round on Friday which we played beautiful Hendrix. We played Hendrix, our home course of Hendrix. Um so for everybody, it's a local Essex County course. It is our home course. It's our home course. It's 8 minutes from our house. Um it uh I call it the the Yellowstone National Park of Essex County. It is a great description. It is uh, beautiful. We right? there was so much wildlife. There, there. is more wildlife in this yeah. place than than anywhere else in Essex County. They just they frolic. Frolic. They frolic. Uh, you know, packs of deer and just they'll come right up to you. You we know, were they're playing just, around the deer. Oh, we were playing totally around the deer. I had to totally adjust my shot yeah. for the deer when we were on our fox hole. Yes. A beautiful falcon-ish bird, right. which I haven't had a chance to look up yet, mm-hmm. flew past me with a chipmunk in its claws. Yes, yes. And right. the fox isn't that big. Right, so the fox could, could go down. could potentially have been some sort of... Circle of life. Right. I'm telling it's you. Circle of life. So I don't know what it is about Hendrix. I don't know if there's like geyser activity going on under the surface and yeah. it warms... Fertilizer. It, it, it fertilizer. Warm, oh, you think fertilizer. Think so. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we can also talk about my great round of golf. Sure. We, 92? We, uh, no, I have a 94. Eh, 94. That really depends on how you let's count Let's bring it. it down. You know, I was thinking about this as, as I had a little bit of time to reflect. I mean, you scored a 94 and I scored a 95. And, yes. And, and we're going to call this an amazing round of golf on your part. Not really. You know, <laughs> it was really a mediocre round of golf. No, I mean, it was a good round of golf. It's just I was one stroke worse than you. So why was I so despondent? Right? Yeah, no, it's true. It's or why um, were you so gleeful? Well, there was the one hole I had a four putt. So you know, you give me now I'm shooting ninety. Except for the four putt. Except for the four uh, yeah, putt. Yeah, right, right, right. Sure, <laughs> sure. No, and if it wasn't for three bad drives, I'd have a you know an eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your drive was a little more consistent when we played. Um. Was it? I don't think it was. It was. You, I was wanting it to be. You were hitting a couple of the uh, fairways. I hit not a few. as many as mine. No, right, right, but right. Mine's yes, much more yes. consistent. Well, we, we figured out why though. You have a you have a regular flex. Um, Uniflex. Uniflex. Well, yes. okay. So right. So 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 Kez plays Tour Edge, right? Which the the Kmart of clubs. Is I like don't Sorry, Tour Edge. If you want to sponsor us, I'm going to take yeah, that back. Yeah, we'll have to cut that. But the the, the, K, the Kmart of clubs. And um, so Torridge has Uniflex. a, has a lifetime guarantee on its clubs. A lifetime guarantee. On I don't its know clubs. if it's if it's because they are the Kmart, <laughs> right? Uh, and right. I've already broke my drivers. Right. A lifetime of they crap is one. still yeah, crap. Um, but you know, I love the clubs and the the Uniflex. And they have a Uniflex. They don't have a like all other clubs have a stiff flex or a regular right. flex or even like a. A light flex yeah. for like elders and uh, and 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 so a lot the uniflex uh, is specifically for someone with a slow swing. Okay, and it gives the the shaft a little more flexibility, which is what I learned when we were talking about this the other day. Okay, which makes sense why I sometimes have such a bad splice because I'm coming across too fast, right? And I have to slow my swing down because of the shaft. Right. So other than me wanting to make jokes about shafts, but uh, I'm going to hold off. 
you just said splice. Do you mean slice or do you mean splice? Both. Like you edit, so you edit splice, audio and you yeah. splice it or you splice, splice it is off slice. to the right? Yes. If you're, if and you're I've been working on my golf terminology. Yeah, that. right, right. Let's go, let's, let's, let's yeah. hit upon that. So give me, give me one or two or three of the, uh, of the words you've sort of discovered in your golf vocabulary. Cavity. Cavity. The golf cavity, the, the, the cavity that's on the golf club, on the iron. Okay. The spacing area. Right, the right. And then similarly, mm-hmm. like there's a there's a chicken. Yeah, um, you, you, know, you demonstrated putt, it. Because what? that's how you used to putt. I did use Chicken arms? I, I felt I had more control yeah. that way. Yeah. And then uh, chunk, you chunk mm-hmm. the ball. Yes, you chunk the ball. Amazing awesome. to me that you only learned uh, chunk, you know, just recently. The yeah. fact that that's not been... I never did goal. it. I have such a smooth swing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you've never taken a heavy divot. No. Uh, he's honestly... Like um, almost like cleared a landfill with some of his uh, divots. Um, so, but the, the guy doesn't know what chunk means, and I don't mean like beautiful divots after the ball. I mean like I don't know. Like, you you like really an acre of land before the ball. You love my divots. Yeah, no, absolutely, I do. Because Ronnie can't divot. I I can divot now. Um, I, you also learned another word, uh, another golf vocabulary word, honesty. Right? <laughs> I honesty. did learn that. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Right? Because, and I, so I want to... I wanna, I've been working on that one. You have been. Well, I was impressed, right? Yeah. Starting on, uh, I noted this, um, on, on hole number 16, and I should say, everybody, we ended up playing 30 holes of golf this past Friday, so yeah. we can talk about that in a minute. But uh, on, on hole 16 of our, of our initial round, you honestly sort of turned to me and you're like, I got a six. And I was blown away, right? Yeah. A double bogey. And the only thing that went through my head there was an immense sense of pride in you, yes. and uh, a dumbfounded sort of questioning of why you didn't uh, reveal that same truthfulness on hole number two and several other holes. Yeah, I um, I did like the fact that I'm becoming more honest yeah. uh, on my scoring, but I think I'm becoming more honest because my game has gotten better. Right, so now you don't have so to. So now fake I, it mentally, right. I don't want right. to. What I was doing in the past right. was giving myself a better score to build up my confidence. Yes, yeah, no, that sounds it's similar great. to things in life. Yes, you know, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Um, I feel like uh, con men over the generations have, have done yes. that way, where finally, yes. they, you know. I could be serving 7 to 12. Yeah, absolutely. Soon? Could be. Could be. <laughs> Maybe I um, have. <laughs> <laughs> Can we actually start talking about how you started the round? Oh, in another man's shoes. In another man's shoes. A man who, who we do, whose identity we don't even know, right? That's so the worst part about it, this. This is bad. So uh, we, I get to the I get to the golf course and I'm planning to be there ten minutes early and I'm running there right on time and I jump out of my car and I realize that I don't have my uh, yeah, my spikes, shoes. my golf yeah. shoes, my golf spikes. I look like you're going I, for a hike. Yep, or I had these slippers. No, no. <laughs> that would have been great if I was wearing slippers. They were these huge hiking boots, which, by the way, I got for free because I had gotten another pair two years ago, but they got lost in the uh, in, in, on the Amazon shipping thing. So Amazon oh, yeah. shipped me another pair. Oh, nice. Um, but I, these were the ones that are like a two sizes too big, so they look like cinder blocks. On Speaking the, on of the, honesty. Yeah. Yeah, now you have yeah, two pairs of hiking boots. <laughs> right, right. Thank you, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's why their profit margins are so low because of Dr. Ron Um, but uh, these were like big concrete blocks on the bottom of my feet and I realized I didn't have my golf shoes and I I went into a panic and of course right there I'm willing to buy golf shoes but they have one pair left they might have only even had one they might not have had the pair it was ridiculous and it was a size 13 it was a lovely looking shoe but it was a size 13 and while I uh, am uh, solidly endowed I am not a 13 
Um, so nor never will be. No, 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 no. I, I'm more of an eleven, although I mysteriously fit into a ten. So I think I've just been lying to myself all these years. Like my golf score. Sure, exactly. But uh, fortunately, the the gentleman at Hendrix had an extra pair, two extra pairs of shoes. Um, lying around and one pair fit so yeah. I, I played a whole round in a pair of lovely Pumas yeah they were nice they were nice and they, they had, matched your outfit too they, they had really sophisticated uh, laces they were like like almost um, spandex uh, material laces so oh, really? I felt very um, professional tying my shoes which was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And the starter said the last woman to wear those <laughs> shoes had a heart attack on the eighth hole yeah which was touch and go much like the steps up to this office today um, That's right. Yeah, not easy. Three flights. Oh my god! But it's all it weird. It was fine though, right? So, well, so I just dropped. The, I had to go back and do it twice because I dropped the scorecard with uh, the honest history of our mediocre rounds. And, yes. uh, and Kez is like, "Leave it." And I'm thinking, "I'm not leaving it." I went back downstairs, found it on the sidewalk because he's going to then tell me he scored a certain score in a certain hole. It's going to be a complete fabrication. It's no evidence. So I'll be furious. So There's I no evidence. It never happened. So yes, walking around in another man's shoes. It's an it's a it's an interesting experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those actually looked very used. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. But you know, if I could smell the athlete's foot actually yeah. on those shoes. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. I gave really? a new athlete's foot. Yeah, I know you, you know? did. Nice fresh. <laughs> a medley of athlete's foot is now in that the love shoe. joys. Yeah, the love joys. That was we we were we were with a friend Don uh, this past week. He was our guest golfer for the round. And um, Don, I think at some point, or was it you, sort of said, uh, oh, Don had these beautiful foot choice. They were, foot choice, they, they were looked brilliant. like hiking shoes meeting a golf shoe in a classy way. Yeah, so yeah. clean, so oh, crisp, so were, white. Yeah, he doesn't play a lot of golf. They were, they had not seen much action. He got better throughout the round, though. Oh, he, he listen, he hit the ball great. Some great drives yep. and some great iron shots. Um, yep. He just needed a little help with the club selection. Little, yes. You know, when he was 185 out and he pulled right. out his pitching wedge? Yeah, that was a little odd. He also pulled out, pulled out the five when he was like 25 he was yards 20 away. Yeah. So he's, a little bit, he's dyslexic, so yeah. we're working on it. Yeah, we are working on um, it. Uh, but uh, seriously, though. that was, But he called them Lovejoys. He did. He called them Lovejoys. Love yeah. Uh, no, Reverend Lovejoys. Reverend Lovejoys, that's right. Nobody else got the Simpsons reference. Uh, Reverend, Reverend Lovejoy. He said Lovejoys. I was all over that. Reverend Lovejoy. And they, all, they both looked at me like I was crazy. And then the other thing that we had was we actually became... What we actually don't like yes. on the golf course. Old women? Old women, preferably. No, we became right. we became speed bumps. We sure did. Don was a little slow off the start. Just getting you know? just getting in the rhythm. Yeah, yeah, and then he found his way. But we so then we had a foursome of older women. I mean I honestly the sixties to seventies. And they were walking. Uh, yep. bless these women, they were walking. Um and um we figured, you know, we wouldn't see them again soon after we teed off and they started getting they caught up. Get, they caught up. And um, we they almost dip, had to they dip back with some of the more difficult holes. Yes, where there were hills, we yeah. kind of you know advanced a little at, further. At hole three or so, I thought that we were gonna we were gonna have to let them play through, which would and have been super. Embarrassing. That would have been a bad moment yeah. in, in our golf history. Um, and we have a lot of them. That would have been top yeah, five. Yep, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But then um, right under the shoes. Then I thought maybe something uh, terrible had happened to the women by hole fourteen because we hadn't seen them in a while. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought maybe. Maybe things were not going really, really, things were going really poor. They were drinking, too. They were partying. Yeah, they were, yeah. They had white claws in hand and just sort of getting, My enjoying favorite. the day. Absolutely. This episode is actually sponsored by White Claw. Yes, White Claw. This, this can be yours. This genius of content, this font of, of culture can be yours. I prefer the black cherry. Yeah, oh, sure. It's delicious. I like the grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but then they, they reappeared by hole 16 or 17 and, uh, 
it looks like they had a good round. But they had a couple really good shots. They yeah. were hitting from the yellows, but they were playing really well. Absolutely. I hope I'm doing that. Yep. Yep, me too, right? That's yep. the whole point of this game, to hopefully let it be a, a lifelong game, right? Be in there, be there in your 70s, dare I say 80s, playing golf, right? Yes. Just got to work on the on how fast I get up the steps. And then what were we on? We, we had like an epiphany moment with, with the three of us in yes. terms of, uh, you know, how what are we really doing out here? Yes. Well, absolutely, right? I, I think this was the real discussion of life for, for a few minutes that we had on the course is, um, you know, I've been wrestling with this idea of, you know, how much do I really want to work, right? Um, and and fortunately, I have some choice over that. I can sort of work as much as I need to to some degree or a little bit less if I want to. And I was really questioning that. And when is enough enough? And it got into, you know, when are we ever satisfied? And um, clearly that's connected to golf because here we are. Now, yeah. we're, now we're shooting in the 90s and 90s. we're not satisfied when we used to sort of say if we were in the 90s, we'd be thrilled, right? Absolutely. And now we want to be in the lower 90s or the 80s. And then if you're in the 80s, you want to be in the 70s. And I, I suppose in golf, I, I don't know how healthy or, you know, how healthy or not healthy is that in golf, let alone in life. Yeah. Right? What do you think, Dr. Kez? That's the biggest question. You know, at what point are you satisfied? I know it was the biggest question. <laughs> no, just asked at it. what point are you satisfied? Mm-hmm. And it's you know you can just keep going and going. But I like how we kind of we we tailed it with let's set a number. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we're in the high eighties, yeah, like let's be proud of that. Yeah. So that's something that you kind of have to do in life too. Like you know, let's be proud of the accomplishments that we have. Yeah. But you know, you have to keep playing. Yeah. Well, I think you know. In golf, you want to keep improving. You're, you're sort of competing against yourself. So I think it's a balance of being truly sort of happy with where you're at, but but working to get better and and uh, and appreciating though where you're at. I mean, honestly, even when we hit 96, 97s, 98s right now, listen, if if we're coming in under 100, I think we should be proud of that and appreciate where we are, but striving to get to better places. Yeah. But I, I think learning. I think you know you have to be careful about appreciating. You know, for, if you forget to appreciate where you are. In golf, that's a shame, right? And where you're scoring at this time, even though you want better goals or, or, or lower scores. But I really, th- my question is really in life, like, you know, how um, to be satisfied with what you have, and how do you sort of always wanting more? I mean, I don't this... think you'll ever be satisfied. Yeah, that's the scary part about it. Right. Right. Because think... life is all about phases, too. You know, you, we had these phases growing up. You go to school, you get a job, now you have a family, now the kids yeah. are getting older. There's yeah. constantly something yeah. going on, yeah. and there's always something to strive for. Because now, like, what what do we have to do now? You know, we, we both have kids that are that are young, but what are we preparing for? Yeah. College. Yeah. You know, there's always something that we, we have to be doing. I think the question is in golf. It's never a day off in life. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my questions is, in golf, it's about score. What, what What is the scorecard in life, right? I know that sounds super cheesy, but I really do mean that, right? What is the scorecard? Because it's the equivalent. Yeah, because is, is it money, yeah. right? And I think a lot of us are chasing after that, fortunately or unfortunately. Is it having the ability to play 30, 30 holes of uh, right. golf on a right. Friday? I mean, that's the thing. Like, we were talking about that. Like, what's – is that sounds like maybe a more admirable goal in many ways to yeah. me, uh, you know, in my sensibilities off the bat that I'd rather, if I can make enough money to take care of things, 
I could make more on a Friday, or I could go play thirty, you know, uh, holes of golf. I think right. I'd rather d- do the latter. I think it's also the balance, your mm-hmm. work-life balance. Right, right. You know, I think that really comes into play. Because yeah. with me during the week, you know, I could work sixteen hours in one day. Right. And then you know, at some lies, point, lies, lies. Hashtag fake news. Fake news. But at some point, yeah. I need I need to balance that out. Yeah. You know, I need to regroup. Yeah. I, I, it might not just, and other people have it, you know, with their own hobbies. You know, we're mm-hmm. relating it to golf, other oh, people sure. fishing, you know, sure. hiking, whatever, sure. whatever it is. Sure. But I just, I think it's a very interesting question. Like, what, what are you truly, what are you truly going after in life? And again, I think there's, there's a number of people where they, ha- they have to work as hard as they can work to, to make the money so, so that they can be okay. But I think there's a number of people out there, um, very fortunate few or, or whatnot, who, you know, could work less potentially, and and but I don't know how many would. You know, and I'd I think say, it's personality too, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there that you know we definitely know that don't need to be doing you know kind of what they're doing right now at this stage in life. Right. And you know, it, sometimes some people like to do that, waking yeah. up very early. You know, getting in, coming home late. Yeah. That's yeah. Maybe they're avoiding something. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe no, no. we are right. spending <laughs> right, right. One, hours. On one the... would think this is a huge, you know, font of avoidance. <laughs> Who knows? A huge fountain of avoidance. But at least we're having fun. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, we are. Our listeners clearly are not. But uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But I would like that. I would like to actually hear from some of them, too. We should do yes. a poll. Yeah. I, I would, like the poll. I'd like a poll, or I'd like, you like a poll. See, I'd love to get uh, people to some call feedback. in or, or, or text or email um, yep. some of their thoughts about it. I, I agree. You know, I'm more of a thoughtful, qualitative guy. You're, yeah. you're a poll guy. I'm more numbers than yeah. analytics. Yeah, you're so analytical. Right. Very yeah. analytical. Yeah, very analytical. Um, so, okay, I mean, listen, I, I think, um, and somebody, you know, Don, I think, said something at some point. He's like, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Yeah. You know, and it was sort of you know to not be uh, right to not be uh, what's the word um, never satisfied right to maybe be satisfied but I guess you're I don't know I don't know that uh, the deep, really deep yeah. well I, quote right there well it's a metaphor and I'm struggling to because <laughs> I, I don't think either bring the metaphor back is. to its meaning you know because I'm thinking well if pigs are fat that's not good and then hogs are slaughtered that's not good either so it's it's, 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 it's do both well, options had, suck he had a really good know. point too where it's like you know. If if you're unhappy with where you are, we mm-hmm. were talking about this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of factors that you can't put a dollar value on. Yeah. Again, like taking time out of your yep. day to go play around a golf, taking time out of your day yep. to go coach a team or yep. something, or do you know during the week at home early. Um, and I think that's what he was saying. You know, yep. as as the pickets fat, you know, like the. Tends to get slaughtered. I have right. no idea how to bring this back to <laughs> No, but you're doing great. You're doing far <laughs> better than me. Yeah. I just I just don't have it today. So, you know, some of those are some, just like on the golf course. Often, you know, there's lots of days you don't have it, and uh, I don't have it today. Um, it'll be fine. I, it'll be fine. It'll be uh, – there we go, right? Fine. I, I used fine, and they told me I used it like, like, like their wife, like, like their wives. Like, oh, that was a fine shot, right? And they're like, can you please not talk to me like you're our wife? So Ronnie had, Dr. Ron had this um, kind of situation occur. Uh, maybe it was on like 16. Or, uh, and he, Go ahead, Kev. He I'm fact actually check hit the wrong ball. Right. Did I? Wait. Yeah. There was a, he, had dri- he had driven the ball. Uh-huh. It was a pretty good drive. And then there was another ball like 10 yards ahead of the one that he hit. Uh-huh. But this also goes back to the, the type of ball that Dr. Ron uses. He uses uh-huh. a Callaway. Here we go. This is the setup, the elaborate setup. Right. Uh-huh. 
97 percent of the people sure. on the golf course mm-hmm. use a callaway uh-huh. and i've come up with this theory yeah. the reason why everyone theory. uses you, a callaway you come up with a practice <laughs> the reason why everyone which you're now projecting onto me so a callaway is because if they lose a ball the odds of them finding another Callaway yeah. are super high. It's super high, right? I mean, you could you could play this game of titles, but we we play crappier courses potentially, less less sophisticated country clubs. So Callaway, Callaway, Callaway. So Ronnie, Doctor Ron can go into bushes mm-hmm. and come out with seven Callaways. Sure, that's so me. whichever one he wants to hit, yeah, you know, sure. that's, I use a pinnacle. Yeah, soft. Right, right. <laughs> soft like your game, Absolutely. but but uh, what Kez just said is everything he's been doing for the past two years. This guy. Never lost a ball. He always found a ball. He'd be like in 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 a in, in a desert, you know, of 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 bushes and sage and 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 thorns, and somehow he'd find his ball right on the periphery of all that, and and just and then you know be able to get his shot out of the uh, out of the out of the junk. I will always find a ball. Oh, you sure will. You'll always find. Now I challenged him once, and it was a horrible moment. It was what we like to call the Dixon moment. You know, I think I've seen a Dixon ball once or twice in my life, and I, I had thrown him a Dixon ball that was in my bag, and the one time I tried to call him out on it, he goes, it's a Dixon, and he showed me it, and it was a Dixon. I swear to God, A, I think he found another Dixon in that moment, and it was pure luck. Two, it was the one time that he was being honest, and I got burned for it, so. Yeah. Just seems like Occasionally, that. I'll use a Dixon. It's mostly Pinnacle Soft, though. <laughs> Um, I actually just tried the Snell ball. Have you heard of this uh, no, Snell? Snell is a kind of ball that apparently I think it was a guy who made like worked for Titleist, I believe, oh, okay. and um, he broke out on his own. And it basically it's as you know that people say it's as good as a Titleist Pro V One or really? whatever, but must have got him on sale. A, a, a chunk less, a chunk less yeah. in cost. Definitely. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's the same price. It's just people prefer the name Snell more than Titleist. <laughs> You know, I've just, never heard of that. Everybody just wants to be a, a trendsetter, so we're going after Snell. Oh, as, yeah. Yeah. I'm a trendsetter, Bridgestone. But, uh, but the ball, the balls are great. I used them yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of those balls that have the coating. Like what, the Vice? Is Vice, uh... Vice is a similar sort of dynamic to Snell. They're both okay. these kinds of balls that are supposed to be equivalent to like the Titleist um, really? Pro really? What's the coating for? Like, What, what, what do, do we have mean, there? What do you mean it's, coating? It doesn't have uh, the, the grooves. It's just like a, a no. very smooth ball. Yeah. No, Vice has has the dimples. No, I'll, dimples. I'll by the way, up. you can add that to your vocabulary dimples? list. Dimples. What did I call? Uh, holes. Grooves. Grooves. What's wrong with grooves? I like grooves. Grooves are okay, but yeah. no. But Vice hat is not. No ball is smooth. That's insane. They are. The listeners will understand what I'm talking sure, about. Sure, they'll understand how much yes. of a liar you are. See, this is. This you know is what? Great. It'll be fine. Right. It'll be. Fine. <laughs> it, be it was fun. a fine shot. It was a fine shot. <laughs> but yeah, that's so. If if you're ever you know looking for a ball, yeah. always buy Callaway. Yeah, buy Callaway because you'll never lose a ball. Yeah, it's called the Kez. It's it's the never, Kez. Never lose a ball. But but so that's 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 when you Kez. That's Kezing. That's okay. as I, as you've I been like Kez. You've been Kez. You're Kezing. <laughs> um, you don't want a Ronnie. And I've discovered what 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 doing Definitely a Ronnie is. Ronnie. Ronnie is, and I was explaining this to the guys during our round. Um, a lot of things were working pretty good in my swing, and it was at that moment when things were working good that, of course, I felt like, well, since they're working good, I have to change them. Yeah. So Ronnieing is when things are going well, let's say in this example in your swing, and you make the decision to change things. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what you were doing. Yep. You did that with your, with your irons. Well, you were saying I did it with my irons. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to evolve my iron shots. I, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't uh, completely changing them. I was trying okay. to uh, build off of. Right. You know, so you were regressing. Well, sometimes you have to progressing. Sometimes if you want to, you know, build out more, you first have to tear down. Oh, yep. uh, yeah. Yep. yeah, you got a lot Absolutely. to tear down. Sure, I sure do. <laughs>
Um, what about when um, when Don sort of gave me uh, the recommendation to do a Texas well, that's wedge? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know exactly what club to hit. I know what I'm doing. And f- for whatever reason, and the reason why, Darn. so Texas wedge, you know, a lot of you guys probably know that it's when you use a putter when in, you should really be using a wedge. But you're you're kind of on the fringe. Yeah, you like short grass, five to ten yards off the fairway, off yeah. the green, and you know instead of chipping it, you're going to put it up there, and it's reasonable, but it's a different dynamic. Right? I'm not sure why we call it the Texas wedge. I, you know, because of uh, Jason. Yeah, but. Where did he hear that? I don't. Maybe in Texas somewhere. Maybe in Texas. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, went to a weird. wedge convention, and, yeah. and that was that was uh, or putting convention. Yeah, maybe we should call it the Jersey Wedge. Yeah, I love it. Right. You, I the love Jersey that. Wedge. Jersey Wedge. Because we're in Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. People are like Texas Wedge. Yeah, Texas know. Wedge. It's smoked. But, right. <laughs> Delicious. So, yeah, brisket. Love it. Love oh, it. fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, I hit a Texas Wedge with a putter. Uh, I was going up an incline and uh, putted it, and it completely got caught in like the heavy. Sort of um, second cut of the it bounced almost, a couple times. Bounced, it bounced it yeah. like it was like a basketball. It was. It was. It really didn't high. go very far. No. So I was very angry at Don because I was basically I was it was a par three and I was right there, and then I think I I think I got a four on it instead of potentially having a good chance. At yeah, a three. maybe six or seven. But the irony yeah. of yeah. that uh-huh. is uh-huh. we knew Don was just. Yeah. It might have been Don's first outing in two years. Actually, yeah. I think he said that. Yeah. And for him to give you guidance on a shot that you already know what you need to yep. hit. Yep. And you were like, hey, you know what? I'm going to use this this Jersey wedge. It's horrible. I, I think that's right. So don't Ronnie, right? I mean, don't change uh, things that are working. And don't listen to other people who know less than you. Yeah. Right? That's probably a good lesson that's in life. That's your confidence. It's it's a confidence yeah. issue. I do. I, do I was actually the word when Don was wearing his sunglasses. I thought oh he was going to wear them the whole round. This he guy, looked great, though. He looked great. Don <laughs> he had, looked gone, good. had gone out and gotten a whole new sort of golf wardrobe. He yeah. looked, if anybody asked who the golfer was out of the three, you would have said, said Don. Yeah. And he had his sunglasses almost tucked into his almost V-neck classy sweater. Yes, it was right, nice. you know, right, right by the, the chest area, casual, hanging out. And he looked so good, but I thought he was going to hit the whole round with those, with those glasses. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah. He, he was driving the ball great. He was. He's, you know, for someone that just picked it up after two years, yep. he was hitting it, you know, he was definitely out driving you, yeah. which most everyone really does. <laughs> but he was hitting 250s. Uh, he was definitely hitting 250s. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, he did not use a uh, Uniflex. Uh, he did not have the Uniflex. Yeah, the Uniflex shaft. Yeah. Yeah. He decided to go choose one way or the other. He, yeah. wasn't, he, wasn't, he, he didn't think all, all shafts are the same, thus a uni. Uniflex. All everything flexes is, are the same. Everything is the same in my life. It's preposterous. It, it is. You just get you get. He gets a new pair of what of Keds every like Vans. Uh, Vans. Keds every six months. <laughs> I prefer if you got Keds. Yeah, they would you look know, nice. Like a 1950s. But every every six months, I get a new pair of Keds. Keds. Vans. Vans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Kez. He doesn't wear Keds. He wears Vans. Vans. Yeah, but you do that. You're very, you know, and and you have your finely ironed uh, short pants. Yeah. Yeah. I have, you know, slim fit. Yeah. Because I am. Yeah. That's, a slim fit kind yeah, of guy. That's nice. Yeah, or at lucky. least I think. So my whole idea is I try to wear clothes that are a little tighter on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it looks like I work out. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I don't know what my game plan is. Uh, it's just try not to wear something that makes me feel uncomfortable, which is very hard these days. Um, you should get some collar stays. Yeah. yeah they they flex out too much? They kind of look like they're flying away. Oh, come on now. I'm wearing my dress shirt because some of us have to work today. And yeah. Kez is my... I mean, he's wearing his Farmstead, you know, cold weather long sleeve... I uh, feel great. Uh, ...outerwear that he bought at our last round. So good for him. Which I haven't really taken off. Thank you, Farmstead, yes. which is a great golf shop. Yes. They have a lot of good Absolutely. stuff there. We desperately, you guys should ab- advertise with us. I think that's what we're saying. 
But um, I still can't over get you. Got to have a Uniflex, Uniflex. chef. That's yeah. ridiculous. So you know, I I'm have. I'm so I excited bought... to get a regular flex shaft. I just ordered it in the mail. I'm I'm swapping out my stiff shaft for my uh, regular flex shaft. And, uh, I mean, did you buy like just the shaft? I bought just the shaft online. Huh. Yeah. And then you have to bring it somewhere to get. No, it's it's a simple tool. It unscrew it. And I have and that it, if you need it too. I have the the, um, the, the, tool? the tool. Yeah. I think all clubs are different. I don't think the Tour Edge tool is the same as the no, Callaway. No, it, it is the same. Is it? Yeah. Really? Actually, the Callaway is the That's same as believe. the Tour Edge. Is that really? Yeah. Really? I don't. I think I I think they're classy enough to have their own tool. Yeah. Like not, you. not Tour Edge is like classy you. enough, but yeah, Callaway. <laughs> Um, if anybody doesn't know, there's a great website uh, used like it's not it's callawayusedclubs.com or something like that. It's the official Callaway yeah website for used clubs, and you, I got a great uh, basically brand new driver, uh, a Callaway Rogue driver for two hundred bucks a few months back, and now I just got this um, shaft for basically seventy bucks. So you know, and of course I had the stiff shaft all in for two hundred. So it's a, it's a good deal. It was a busy Friday night for you. It sure was. It was exciting. I was researching shafts. It was a fantastic. What fantastic was the website? Friday night. So my thing, the reason why I went with the Tour Edge. Yeah, right? please. So I go I, to the driving range. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, I'm not sure what it's called now, though. It used to be called the Golden Bear. I think it's just Willowbrook Driving Range okay. now in uh -huh. Wayne. Yeah. And there's a great golf shop there. Yeah. Um, the guy's been there for a couple of years, super knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. The only problem with him is he's a Mets fan. Right. That's okay. So well, I'm, I'm a Mets fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Cause, when cause I was we there. Have soul. Yeah. Because we have soul. I was there and I was like, you know, I'm looking for clubs. I, I need a new set. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm tall. You're uh -huh. tall as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 6'3". And I'm like, you know, maybe I need, you know, um, the longer shafts. Right. Right? So the, the <laughs> extensions. Mm -hmm. And Extension, he was like, right. you know, I'll put, let's get an inch and a half on it. So he was able right. to size me up and everything. Right. You told but me. now the irony of this is right. I've, now I go lower on the yeah. grip yeah. because yeah, my, said, it's too long. That makes a big difference. I, I, so that's the only reason why I didn't go with something like with what you did. Was you know I was concerned about the size, right? Uh, you know, and understanding where in relation to my swing and the size of the club and that right. sort of thing. But now I would definitely do something like that. Yeah, I mean, I do think as as now I get into this more and more, it's sort of silly not to get a fitting potentially, right? I mean, if you're, I'm so impatient like this, right? That I was like, I just want to get the clubs, and it's fine right now. I think I'm tooling around enough, but the next time I really go to get new clubs, I'm going to get fitted to really understand what. Flex and what right. oh, oh, weight in the shaft, your, yes, your, with your the swing, swing speed yeah, and, and all, all of those numbers. Because my understanding is it really makes a difference. That if you're yeah. equipped with the right club for your swing, it can really make a difference. And all joking yes. aside, I really feel like my stiff shaft, ha 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 ha, um, really wasn't working for me. Right? I mean, I think I was fighting the driver a lot. and Because you do have a slower swing. I, I have a, slow, a sort of slower, more, you know, I try to pace it and, and, and yeah. nice and, not, not gentle swing, but uh, yeah, soft sort of. Uh, Woman-like yeah, swing. Yeah, woman-like swing. Yeah. And um, I really think it's going to make a difference. And I, everybody should know, I went out uh, yesterday yeah. and played around where I demoed actually a um, regular flex sh uh, shaft and I was driving the ball great. I really was. And it just You played the whole round with it? I played the whole round with nice. it. Yeah, I had it in my bag. They were great. It was at Glen Ridge Country Club yeah. and, and I, they were kind enough to let me demo a uh, a club. That's great. And I was much more hitting like 250. Nice. And 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 I felt like I had more control over it. It was like working for my speed. Yeah. And I wasn't I can't say it any other way. I feel like I was so much less Fighting the club, where right. I was fighting the uh, the old stiff shaft club. So I'm psyched to get a new. Because I remember we were talking about you were also not bending your elbow as much. Right. Well, I was sort of trying to do that to overcompensate for the right because I was going all over the place. Yeah. No. So I wasn't. I wasn't. 
hitting the fairways as much. So I was trying to control things. Right. So I wasn't doing as much movement with my wrist, but that was killing my power. And you know, now with a regular shaft, I was doing my full swing with a bit of the bend of the wrist in the right kind of way. Yeah. And it was working for me. Right. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have to try to cut down on things. And, and Ronnie uh, has good ra- good round of golf when I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's absolutely. I'm not really sure yeah. if this is. <laughs> Believable, yeah. yeah. But the you know what we do know is when Ronnie's having a bad round of golf, he yeah. wants everybody to have a bad round of golf. You say this, I don't want everybody to have a bad right? round. Right, so I'm I on the, I'm on the tee. I'm getting ready to drive the ball, and now Ronnie won't stop talking. He keeps talking. <laughs> I'm not, and I know it's not he, on purpose. And then I have to step back. I'm like Ronnie, what are you doing? All right, right. I'm putting, and guess who's talking? He's having a full conversation. Well, there's things to talk about, you know. So but putting, yes, putting. What about we can talk about putting etiquette. Yes. So you it's know, not my strong suit as of yet. Etiquette, yeah, or putting. <laughs> Kez stealing today's podcast. I, I, I want to be the funny one. I get to be the funny one. You don't get to be the funny one. God damn it! See, it's like we're at the golf course. Again. Yep, here we go. This is what it's like. I'm going to start talking to. Uh, so when Ronnie, when Ronnie oh. has like a 10 to 12, or usually a 42 foot putt, right? <laughs> He'll hit. It. And then he, even though he's not, you know, he might not be the furthest. Right. So, you know, the golf etiquette is whoever's the furthest, you know, goes. Yeah. He just wants to keep putting. And then he's standing on everyone's line. <laughs> no, I, and he's all, and then he, it's almost as if he's the only one on the dance floor right now. It's more complicated. It's, I start to think, all right, wait, well, that's in somebody's line. What do I do with that? Do I, right. do I mark, mark it, it or yeah. do I just finish up? So sometimes it was a bit of that issue. Sometimes, though, it was a little bit of, Oh my God! I can't believe I just hit the putt like that. I need to get up there and hit it again. And uh, yeah, I don't have the etiquette. And this game it teaches you about etiquette. Well, Absolutely. it is frustrating. Yes. But if you let me finish my thoughts, Sorry. guys, it's it's you know part of this is being a gentleman. Right? Yeah. And it's ironic that you're calling me out on my uh, my green uh, you know uh, etiquette, given yes. that you are, are a lying, cheating, horrible person. On the golf course. On, on the golf course. So um, we had a great round on Friday. Yes. Right? There was a lovely gazebo on hole four, by the way, just quickly to mention. And what is it just with randomly. Essex County gazebos the, on the golf just courses? Just random gazebos in between holes like, in, a, in a location that you would never gazebo. You will never gazebo there. No, Who's would, meeting there? Right. I would. Let's just let's go have lunch in between the third and fourth right. tee. Uh, Can we Grubhub to that gazebo? <laughs> would they be able to find us? And East Orange, which is located in Troy Gazebo Nelson. number four. Gazebo number not four. Num- not number six. Confused. Number four. East Orange has one all the way in the back of like yeah. the 16th hole, which yeah. you know, you're never going to find. Listen, here's to, here's to random gazebos. I know. May I they, wonder, what was the may they shine that? Uh, Do we have a gazebo? A, we have to put it somewhere? Yeah, no, I, th- I think, yeah, there was a gazebo glut back in the, uh, yeah, back you're in the right. 60s. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and they just needed to get rid of them, you know? I think that's what I guess was. if you want somebody to, you know, go play ahead or, you know, go I'm yeah. just sit in a gazebo. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. We have to I, come back to that. I, gazeboing has never been a strong suit of mine. So no. I, I know very little about it. Well, so we had a great round. Yep. Um, you know, Don was a great guest. Yeah, um, he was great. 95 and a 94 is what was scored. Kez beat me. We then ended up playing nine more holes. I scored a 47. Kez score, scored a 44. Yeah. We then played three holes on the back nine. And, uh, you know. We kind of tailed off on those three. Well, you, you know. We played. What was the one we played you, twice? You were all super excited because you birdied a hole. Um, I forget. Yeah. One of the holes. But we, we played 30 holes well, of golf. Well, I birdied two holes that round. You might have birdied. And two I almost holes. birdied the par five. Mm-hmm. But you were talking, right? Sure, sure, yeah. sure. And you were lying. And uh, absolutely unbelievable. And and this was classic on hole number two. I go to Kez. What'd you get? He goes a five. You son of a bitch, you got a six. He goes, you're right. I got a six. I did get a six. Unbelievable. You got to keep two. him on your toes. So that's great that he was all honest by hole sixteen. But I, he was working me. 
stressing me the entire round from hole two on. If anyone has not experienced Dr. Ron stressed, it's an amazing thing to. It's an amazing display. No, you were amazing. You you were you were your etiquette and your honesty was fine. You were fine. You were fine. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now this Friday we tried to put a little um yeah. you know, a little tournament together, yep. but I guess other people have to work. Yeah, it's shocking. Uh, yeah. We we were prepared to do the first Dr. Ron and Kez Fall Classic. Fall Classic. Friday's round, Doctor by Dr. Ron and Kez Fall Classic, and we were going to do. Two rounds, one round in the morning, have a nice lunch, yeah. uh, you know, or a quick lunch, and uh, and then another 18. And we actually have the reservations as of right now, but we're going to have to cancel the next day or two because nobody else is willing to play 36 holes as a grown-up on a Friday. On a Friday. It's shocking. It's supposed to be beautiful. Also. It's supposed to be beautiful. And fall golf, the fall, fall classic. So, Trees are turning. Yeah. Yeah. Much like it. life, Kez. Much, much like, like life. You know, one round at a time. Yes. There you go. I like that. All right, everybody. Well, I think... Uh, Thank you.